Welcome to Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. This is where I help strong, capable women excavate the inner garbage in their life so they can become more confident and have more clarity on who they are and how they really want to be in the world. We have rich, juicy conversations about, yeah, you guessed it, empowerment, but also about radiating your brilliance and loving yourself more than you ever have in your life. And who doesn't want that? So join me now for another empowering chat. So glad you're joining us on Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. I have a new uh, idea for 2020 and my team and I were riffing on themes and it kind of occurred to everyone that the theme for 2020 should be empowerment. So each month we're going to have a new theme based on the word empowerment. And for my 30-day journey book, Live an Empowered Life, a 30-day journey, I broke down the word empower. And uh, so we're going to use some of those words to start off this, this year. So the first word with the letter E is esteem. And esteem means to regard with respect or admiration. And so questions to ask yourself over the next few weeks is, do you respect or admire your, yourself? Do others respect or admire you? And if you think they do, is there a part of you that doubts that they're telling you the truth? So respecting or admiring yourself for the next few weeks. Try it on and see how it fits. And once you've listened to the podcast today, hashtag it, like it, share it on social media, write us a review, sign up to listen to more so you get a, 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 an alert every time the show shows up so you're not missing a thing. And here we go with today's show. So today I am thrilled to have this magnificent person being uh, in conversation with me today. Um, she is the author of a book. It's a workbook, everybody. This is important to pay attention. It's called Everyday Magnificence, Practices to Activate an Unlimited Life. So I want to welcome Gabriella Marsala. Thank you. Hello. Hi. Happy to be here. I am so thrilled to have you. I, um, I want to share with everybody before we got on the podcast, just looking at you and, and feeling your uh, field of vibration, if you will, was just, it's just beautiful. It's just, it is, you're beautiful. And, and so I'm thrilled to see where this conversation is going to go. So I want to talk about the book because it's, well, I said workbook. I, you know, my, that's my POV of, you know, let's do the work because it's about deep, deep stuff. But you have created a quantum field playbook, workbook, journal book, exercise book. Um, and I want to know a little bit of where that came from. What inspired you to do that? Sure, I'd love to share that. And it is a sacred workbook. You know, there is that sacred work that can also be playful mm -hmm. and can really be an experiment. It's a, I like to think of it as a field journal for accompanying a life design. Uh -huh. right? So that ideally the process is something that transforms us over time. And like you, we live this way, this work or play or way of being. And so for 
decades. I've been immersed in the field of uh, mind-body, harmony, energy medicine, expressive arts, arts as meditation, dance therapy, art therapy, uh, shamanism, yoga, earth-based spiritualities, etc., etc. And so this is a way of life for me. It's also my work with clients and with groups, women, communities. And over the course of <clears throat> these many years, it's a way that I keep my soul bubbling, these practices that keep evolving. And, and uh, it's a reinvention for each of us to find mm -hmm. what lights me up, what keeps my soul bubbling, what keeps my, my body connected to source, my heart, my mind in coherence, uh, my creativity flowing so that I'm in that constant conversation with the force, the divine, the source. And so this book was putting together a lot of my favorite practices of how to ignite that unlimited part of our nature. And then was also married with uh, a more recent love affair with the quantum-based reality and really seeing that we are one energy system, that there is no separation, that actually, as Einstein said, the field is the sole governing agency of the particle, that really we create from the invisible energy realms what we start to experience in 3D. And so bringing as much consciousness to the unconscious and bringing as much playful awareness to how am I showing up emotionally, uh, physically, in my thoughts, in my beliefs, to my daily life creation became something really a passion for me of how do I bring, how do I make that leap on a daily basis from living in a paradigm which is a illusion of separation, matter in a world of matter, to being energy in a world of energy. And specifically my work with Dr. Joe Dispenza Yes. five years of just immersing in his work, getting to as many retreats as possible, was really a catalyst for as all of this information that's pretty mind-blowing for some of us that have never been with the possibility that maybe we're divine creators, that maybe we're energy in a world of energy and not, <clears throat> not just at cause of the waves of matter. So I really wanted to uh, be able to create a handbook, a playbook for how am I making this leap in paradigms and how can others do this in their own unique way? And so that's why you see that the book is really, it's your book, it's not my book. It's just an invitation to jump in and uh, design a life. Right, and one of the things that caught me, a phrase that you use is that we are life artists and, and after, excuse me, after what you just said, it, it makes sense to me. We, because we are the co-creators of our life and our future, if you will, you know, and it's not in just this one dimension, it's on a multi-layered mm -hmm. dimension. And so, so share with everybody more, let's talk more about the quantum field and how does that actually work? Because there are, I am still meeting people that don't understand quantum physics, haven't really heard about it which to me, you know, I, well, I guess it's just, I hang in the, the same world you do with the people that know about it and are learning how to utilize it and align with it so that life can become more of what we want and not what mm -hmm. we don't want. So let's talk right. a little bit about how the quantum field sure. is. Yes, and I'll, I'll bow to the mystery first in, mm -hmm. as we dive into this conversation. 
that uh, there's a lot of pseudoscience out there yes. and that there's a lot of cynical people who are still um, embedded in the world of matter and separation. We're seeing that, that surfacing right? uh, tremendously in the last few years. Yeah, and so that, you know, for me, there's no place for cynicism. Yeah. We are, from my perspective, we're unlimited beings where humans haven't even fully arrived to our capacity here on earth of what's possible when we light up our whole brain intelligence, our whole heart intelligence and get that into, you know, a, um, a sacred marriage, a coherence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's so much more possible for us. So I'm of the realm of infinite possibility. And that's where I rest my fidelity. So that's where I jump into the conversation of the quantum field, the unified field, the, um, the more leading edge science that is really able to bring back the proof for us now of what mystics and yogis and sages and for men, and men and women have known right since the beyond the beginning of right. time, uh, that we are all interconnected, that we are an interbeing, that we have the opportunity to have an intimate relationship. And those two words for me are primary because I'm not wanting anyone to say uh, or to, to hear, this is what the unified field is and take that on. I'm saying, go have your exploration, go have your direct intimate relationship to whatever you call in your deepest heart of understanding God, source, the mystery, great spirit, goddess, uh, creation, the field, and have that conversation and let that inform, is it real that I am in a co-creative love relationship? That as I find those resonant states where I'm at a more expanded vibration, a more peaceful, because it's easy for us to even say, oh, high vibrations. What are high vibrations? Uh, calibrated as gratitude, unconditional love, forgiveness, compassion, joy, you know, these, these are emotional feeling states that we are capable of in our intelligence. So that's a little bit of a bypass from what is the unified field. But I would say that the quantum field is a field of energy. It is information in the form of waves that we are a part of. It's not something out there. We are a part of it. And as we uh, develop our capacities and intelligences to be able to become aware and bring our attention to that energy, we're able to expand into the largest of potentials rather than being bound in the vibrations of matter, which tend to be the lower centers. Very dense and thick. Right? And it's okay. I mean, part of the, the, the beauty of the density is that that's what makes us people. That's why I can see you. That's the world of objects and matter, which is the three-dimensional realm is one that we get to play in. So I don't want to okay. judge it. Anytime we go back to judgment, measurement, good, bad, right, wrong, polarity, we're back in that analytical mind that is the mind of separation. So staying mm -hmm. in that awareness of the heart, of unity, of wholeness, of all of our energy centers working in concert, that when we are in that alignment in our own divine alignment, in our own energy beings, then we're able to perceive so much more than just that tiny narrow band of reality that we would call 3D or matter. 
Right. Even matter are just waves of energy that are slowed so down that particles exist. Yes. Right. So, so, so let, let me, let me just throw out an analogy of everything that you've just said. Um, Because I, sometimes quantum physics or, and the whole thing about the waves that were all energy is a little challenging for people, but it's kind of like how cell phones exist, right? That you, you, you're holding a physical matter thing in order to communicate with somebody that may be on the other side of the planet. And that happens through energy waves, that happens through a vibrational system that the satellites and the cell phone towers are bouncing, right? And, and we, as in, unique individual light, have that capacity without having the physical cell phone. We can communicate with each other without the physicality. We just have to uh, become aware enough and raise our vibration enough to comprehend and then align with that unified field that you're talking about, right, Gabriella? Yes, beautiful, well said. And, and really we are, um, we are an energy system. Right, we have our energy system within a larger energy system that actually it's been proven over and over and over again. I love the work of, uh, of the uh, Heart Brain Coherence of yes. Heart Math Institute that our heart vibration, when our heart is open, vibrates out nine feet in every direction. You know, uh, that we are able also, we are transmitters. We are antenna and we are also transmitters. It, another simple example is how love we can feel love and sense love and we can be moved to tears by feeling the love of someone that we know on the other side of the planet that's a bonding and that's particles that have bonded and that are interconnected right forever entanglement mm-hmm. is another theory i love from physics mm-hmm. where through that lens we're love is a invisible vibration that can be shown in form but is another just like television, radio waves, cell phones. Exactly. And so uh, something else that caught my attention in your book was um, you were talking about the dualistic approach that is focused on positivity. So let's talk, let's tease that out some, because I think a lot of people, when they hear about the field of possibilities, the, you know, the unified realms and everything, they, there is an immediate, not for everybody, but for some people that are still in a black and white thinking zone that, oh, well, that means I all, everything's good. You know, there's those phrases, it's mm-hmm. all good. Well, sometimes it's just not. So let's talk a little bit about that. Just focusing on positivity creates a, a duality. Yes, definitely. And so that takes us back to right, wrong, good, bad, positive, negative, that actually in a field of wholeness, everything is welcome, everything is needed, everything has its its gifts, its role, its energetic contribution. And so a, a lot of my uh, encouragement to everyone, including me every day, <laughs> is to really become self-aware around wholeness mm. and not doing any spiritual bypassing. Right, so explain that to everybody. Yeah, so spiritual bypass might be of 
um, being so polarized, again, any polarity is going to be a duality and it's going to be a, a separation. So anytime that I'm focused on hypersensitivity to keeping things positive, I'm excluding a whole realm. It's like staying on the top of the iceberg and then having the whole bottom of the iceberg, that shadow is what, what happens. So if I don't have awareness, embracement, compassion for all, all aspects of my being, that shadow drives from behind. And then it's almost like, you know, all these metaphors of like being chased by the shadow or uh, creating a lopsidedness or someone who is maybe um, really uh, fixated on staying positive, but then turns away from the aspects of the divine of the world that are dark, that are dense, that are depressed, that are so that I love the perspective of I'm going to resonate in as much love and wholeness as I can. And I am a friend of the dark to be, yes. to walk through those passages that uh, are amazing soul medicine. Yes. And, and it takes, uh, as you're talking, it, my, my stomach is going, Oh, I don't want to do it because it, it takes, um, it takes in my experience, it takes a lot of courage and persistence and strength. And as you're talking about the iceberg, I really saw like, you know, my, my dark shadow is like this, um, be this uh, submerged being that's coming up from the depths of the bottom of the ocean, if you will, kind of thing. And it's, for me, in my experience, it's been important to, when it starts to uh, surface, to A, notice something surfacing instead of trying to suppress it and keep it down. But as it surfaces, to begin to um, be curious about it, you know, and that's such a airy fairy word, I think, but to really kind of question what is this and what, what is it that I'm being asked to heal or accept or release? You know, what am I being asked to integrate? Because the, the shadow side is, is uh, part of, well, you used the term earlier, soul bubbling, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's part of that where, um, as you're saying, to begin to embrace it so that you are in a, 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 a synergy of wholeness. Earlier in the, our conversation, people can't see it, but you were using your hand and moving it in uh, a wave of the infinity sign, mm -hmm. which I, I, I practice that symbology in, you know, when it to, in my body, in my brain, mm -hmm. when I feel misaligned, is to bring it back into this infinity loop where it accepts the, um, or embraces or investigates the darkness of whatever is bubbling up in me and also the light and it's all connected and it, one needs the other in order to, uh, express, I think, in order to really be. Yes. Beautiful. Well said. Yes. It's one thing. It's all one thing. Yeah. I love that the, gosh, such a juicy conversation. There's so many places to go two pieces I want to make sure to touch are that one is that it's the creative process. Mm. One of the reasons I love expression of any kind, whether you sprawl out with art supplies or just get into movement with your body and whatever's bubbling up 
um, or give it words or give it sound, vibration, that it's that sense of, you know, the shadow is created, it's part of the light. It's just, it's just in all about that relationship, that dance. So how can I use these higher vibrational qualities of, of forgiveness, acceptance, compassion, mm. peace, gratitude, and flood the parts of me that have been uh, perhaps left out of love, the parts of me and the parts of our world. I mean, as we look around, there's so much shadow and dense energy that needs to drink of that love, that needs an infusion of that energy so that because we're energy systems, it's about circulating it. It's yes. about circulating it, not polarizing and separating. Yes. Coming into unity. And I love that um, many, many um, systems of toe systems, theories of everything that are in psychology, in religion and spirituality, in science, theories of everything, that in, in theories of everything, it's an intimate relationship, that it's an interbeing, it's a dance, so that the yin and the yang are not too polarized, masculine, feminine, uh, heart, mind, but that they are an intimate, sacred marriage, and that they blend, when they blend in that sense of unity and harmony so beautifully, they dissolve, and there's no more polarity, and right. that that's what we're capable of. Yes. I believe that's what we're here for. Well, and I, and I agree with you. You know, you say it in your book. It takes an everyday practice to mm -hmm. continue to be uh, aware of all of those things and, and make sure that the unity is um, ongoing because oftentimes we'll get stuck in the denser field of the material world and what's happening around us and it's easy to fall out of union within yourself you know with taking time to really integrate the shadow side and then there's days where i wake up and i don't got that integration i'm not aligned and unified you know and it it's a daily practice to be aware consciously of where the disconnect or what or what part of, of which side is pulling me out of balance, you know, whether it's a shadow or it's this over, uh, over focus on positivity, like you said, right. you know, mm -hmm. because it, uh, you know, I, I work with so many people that are in the throes of um, divorce or trying to co-create their business. And, and there comes times where they feel completely off kilter because mm -hmm they either just want it over or want it done, you know, or, you know, and there's a process that I personally notice and experience. And it's, it, some people would call it growing pains, but I think it's a, it's a, a light integration, which to me means that, that what you just said earlier, Gabriella, of the light integrating with that shadow side so that there is that, um, I'm hearing the word permeability, uh, transparency mm -hmm. of, uh, and vulner it takes a vul being vulnerable to yeah. allow those two sides to begin to unify in a way that is magnificent. Yes, yes, and, and uh, that's all spot on, yes, and love. I've, yeah. And this is not, you know, some romantic, superficial love. It is a love that is that we are able to surrender everything, surrender vulnerability, uh, and to have an intimate 
relationship, to have practices. And this is, I think, one of the places where we have so much resonance that it is vital, especially in this day and time where we have technology has become both an innovative uh, awesomeness and also a monster. And yeah. there's artificial intelligence and there's, uh, there's so much overstimulation. And so to have practices that we can count on on a daily basis that restore our souls, mm -hmm. that quiet our minds, that return us to a place of no matter how stress I, stressed I am about bringing my business out into the marketplace, no matter what I'm going through in a conscious or unconscious parting of a marriage or a death or dis-ease or any of those ways that just rock our world and mm -hmm. shake us to the core. That is available every time we open our eyes, right? And so we don't have that grounded, consistent, trusted, for me, it's many different ways, but ways that we can come back to center, come back to our direct line to the magic and power and mystery of life so that we are drinking from that love, from mm -hmm. that energy in a way that is restorative mm -hmm. and not only sustainable, but regenerative then we can be contributing to the field. Then we yes. can be giving from a full cup when we have it or filling when we need to. Yes, oh, I love that. I love that, what you just said. And, and that's also part of the co-creative process. That's part of um, utilizing the, the possibilities that exist, the myriad of possibilities that exist in the quantum field. And each one of us human beings that have chosen to be on the planet right now have those infinite possibilities available to us. And just, uh, I wanna encourage people that are listening, um, if you think you've got a business that's birthing and somebody else's looks similar to yours, do not discourage because each of us, don't be discouraged and don't fall into the, the idea of competition mm -hmm. because um, those are, Competition is a very old, uh, patriarchal, uh, masculine paradigm that is dying away um, as the divine feminine comes in and is causing us to uh, move into a marriage, if you will, of the masculine and the feminine. And so don't disparage if you see somebody out there as you're, as you're um, building a business that might look similar to you because each of us have that unique infinite spark that is aligned with our own soul destiny that is here to bring things forward into this this realm if you will and, and i and yeah i just had a client yes. who who's done a similar kind of book as yours and mine and she got very discouraged um and but her book is different from your book and and my book is different from your book and my book is different from you know it's because yeah, we I mean, all bring our stuff to it yeah our <laughs> wisdom our experience our joy our light our sorrows get put into whatever it is we're creating and that makes it uh special and unique definitely and there's a place for everyone's voice i i really feel we need all hands on deck yeah and and every being that is expressing and sharing and bringing their voice forward that sense of take your seat 
at the, at the round table and bring your light, bring your gifts. We need all of them. And like you said so beautifully, anytime that we go into competition, measurement, good enough, bad enough, better, worse, uh, judgment of self or others, we're right back in that analytical, uh, masculine-driven, old economy mm-hmm. where we are actually creating a new economy yes. and the most direct way for myself. Anytime I find this, I come back to, Oh, I'm going into measurement or I'm going into comparison, competition, come back. And where I come back to is my heart. Mm-hmm. And what I do there is come back to gratitude mm-hmm. and how I come back there is also immediately to speak and give thanks for, I'm so grateful that I have a life where I'm able to share my gifts in the world and that's how I make my way. Immediately come back to the conversation with source, spirit, God, by whatever way you speak to that. You said it so beautifully as you opened our conversation. Please, uh, thank you. Thank you that this conversation and the seeds of what we're about to share will go to whoever most needs to hear it. Yeah. And thank you for taking this book that is my heart's love to who's, whomever will be served by it. And then staying in the creative process of moving on to whatever else we're being called to do because we're mm-hmm. infinite creators. Mm-hmm. Right? So Gabriella, I want to insert one step in there as a, as a suggestion of um, besides and with and maybe before or under, behind and front mm-hmm. of is the idea of forgiveness Mm. and only because it smacked me right in the face this week Mm. and my gratitude list goes out every evening um as i as i begin to close my day down but this piece of forgiveness i forget about and the forgiveness piece i think does go hand in hand with gratitude if we're oh so sometimes uh, people, this goes back to the imbalance of being focused on positivity, you know, uh, and I'm just speaking this out into the, into, the, into the ethers, if you will. But what I notice for me is sometimes if I'm just focused on my gratitude, I, I might be um, submerging the, the stuff that is really coming up for forgiveness within myself, right? Mm-hmm. Forgiving myself um, first, because you got to start with yourself, you know? And I'll, I'll kind of, again, get a little off balance if I'm solely focusing on gratitude. Sometimes that gratitude isn't strong enough to melt the shame, blame, guilt, fear that forgiveness can melt or transform. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And that's just been in my experience. So um, I'm just throwing that out there for anybody that's listening to think about yeah. this. There's, it, it's important. It goes back to the infinity symbol, right? Of that's there's right. forgiveness and then there's gratitude and there's gratitude and then there's forgiveness. And mm-hmm. the two, I think, really go hand in hand yes. until the b- higher vibration of love is the only thing mm-hmm. that that is in that field of experience. Beautiful, and I would uh, highlight, as you say that, that, that they're not separate. Gratitude and forgiveness are, it's like the, the palms come together in prayer, grief and praise go hand in hand. That forgiveness is a high vibrational 
quality that we can feel. And sometimes it comes with a wash of tears and sometimes mm. it comes with that, but it's actually the power of being willing to be vulnerable that allows that when, so often when shame or guilt or, wow, look at that place I have, sh shut down my heart um, to self or other, that comes up and it can, it can feel excruciating to yes. feel through that with our intelligent feeling body. However, that's where the forgiveness is like that wash, yeah. you know, and it's, it's, a, it's not to be run away from. I think that to bring back that conversation of when we polarize to positivity and we just try to, you know, list all your gratitudes. But when we're doing that as a way to deny the deeper feelings, it's never going to lead to wholeness. And that actually they start to that quality of being willing to be in gratitude, to be willing to be vulnerable, mm -hmm. actually will dredge up the places that need to come up to be clear. Yeah. So I love to think of it as like, even I see in this moment, this image of a geyser mm -hmm. and that the energy comes up and it goes through the heart and up through, you know, sometimes it comes out through tears. Um, and that's one of the reasons I love working with sound and movement and vibration and energy medicine because there's so much that can be cleared mm. uh, without even having to have a, a, a word. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Gabriella. The book is called Everyday Magnificence, Practices to Activate an Unlimited Life. And Gabriella, tell everybody if they want to go to your website and investigate. Can, so let me ask you this. Can, do you work with clients uh, non-locally? I do. I okay. work with, with clients, yes, on Skype, over the phone, through Zoom, uh, clients all over the world. And I'm delighted to connect with anyone who is inspired to reach out. My website is www.gabriellamasala.com. It's Gabriella with one L. Oh, that's important to know. Absolutely. And um, if you've been listening thus far and you're curious, Gabriella's book is a playbook, a workbook. It, 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 it looks like it's very fun. I'm going to do a little bit of these mandalas you have suggested because I love Great. mandalas. Um, and my book, Live an Inspired Life, Live an Empowered Life, a 30-day journey book is also a workbook with interactive um, videos and meditations uh, at my website, susanburrell.com. So why not, I'm, I'm throwing it out to everybody. This 2020 isn't, that's coming up isn't not just a new year, it's a new decade. So why not start the new decade intentionally, consciously by picking up one of our books and doing the, the work, the play, the, and diving deep into what you want to co-create with Source in terms of what this new decade is going to be. Because I really believe that when all of us do it, do that work, do that investigation and allow, as you said, Gabriella, allow our soul to bubble, then it will become an everyday magnificence that we get to witness. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. And I'm just going to end with, and so it is, namaste. 
Well, that wraps up our empowering chat today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go to susanburrell.com. You can see all the information about my new book, Live an Empowered Life, A 30-Day Journey. You can also access guided meditations that I have on Insight Timer through the website and just see what else is out there on my site that you might find empowering and exciting to experience. You can also contact me through the website at susan at susanborell.com. So that's it for today. See you next time.